0: Right. um hello paul cooper thank you very much for joining me as a guest on comedy jam
1: my pleasure yeah thank very you nice for you me
0: oh my my pleasure um so yeah i mean i've obviously uh known you for a little while um after my astounding performance in in this country um as an extra and uh and got to meet everyone and obviously through the group that i set up it's uh it's been really nice to sort of get to know people like yourselves and, and Jimmy and um, and Trevor. And um, so, yeah, so when I got asked to do uh, a comedy podcast, I thought you're, you're uh, a prime candidate. Yeah. Um, so, um, firstly, I, I saw uh, lots of your Instagram lives um, during the lockdown period and you were uh, getting quite a lot of uh, attention that built up quite quickly i'd have said from um largely girls so what's it like being a sort of sex symbol um at this sort of stage in life
1: <laughs> very very strange i'm not sure if sex symbol is the right word <laughs> um, and it kind of came out of necessity really because you know the job i was doing i was self-employed and i suddenly s- stopped earning money so i needed to do something quick and um So we're kind of thinking about, you know, just kind of building that up and uh, doing very, which sounds very embarrassing, celebrity videos and stuff. You just got to, when COVID came, you just have to kind of be flexible and do something that brought the pace of bills, isn't it? Absolutely.
0: Yeah, lots of people did it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, everyone's doing that. So Martin had to come out the closet, as it were. (laughs) So yeah, so I was astounded. I think people had far too much time on their hands. To be perfectly honest, and it was just a weird time, wasn't it? It was kind of the first lockdown was completely surreal. Others haven't been, but it was just kind of bizarre. And yeah, awesome. and it came out of that.
0: Mm. I think that's true. Yeah, the, you know, the um, everyone was making bread and recording everything they were doing online, and and I think, um, I mean, that uh, pantomime that Daisy and Charlie did at christmas time the way that was kind of done yeah. virtually um yeah. just different ways of working through a situation that was out of everyone's control uh, there's a
1: lot of love going around for the first kind of covid but a uh, lockdown that it didn't last and did after <laughs> after that it just came way when i look back with that as with kind of fond memories you know it was a kind of you know not you know i i i quite enjoyed it you know but um everything since has been awful
0: <laughs> well since you've you've got your I mean at least I suppose you can now enjoy some of the things that you were planning on doing previously so you've got your live tour mm-hmm. now so you had the first first one in Keensham or Keensham the other
1: yeah that was yeah Friday mm-hmm. uh, last week I did that and yeah that was good yeah you know lots to learn from it uh, like getting going halfway through and realizing you use all your material up <laughs> you know, I've lived for the last half hour but I seem to get away with it. So, hopefully. how many?
0: You, how many have you got booked this year? Because we're we're going to the Sirencester.
1: Yeah, two in Sirencester. Then there's the 100 Club, which is the unusual venue to play in for a comic. In September, uh, in October, I'm in Nottingham at mm-hmm. uh, Rough Trade. Uh, then I'm in Staffordshire in November. And Bath, sorry, no, Bristol in November. And then next year I play Hebden Bridge.
0: Halifax, was Halifax something?
1: Yeah, that's been changed to Hebden Bridge. I think that's fairly near. So I'm not sure whether the place has closed down quite what's happened, but...
0: uh, And how did the show come about? Did you have the idea to do this or was it your agent who said we can do something to kind of take Martin to the the masses?
1: I think it was... you know I can't remember I think it was a discussion myself, and yeah, manager Anna, yeah, Matt sort of said, well, why not do it let's let's go for it, you know, um we were thinking of podcasts and all that kind of stuff, and and then we thought, well, let's just try and do something when when things get better, um you know, so, and I was also doing music at the same time, so it was just kind of, hey, you know I had so many kind of plans, you know because yeah, thing was kind of going on, so. Yeah, so it's just kind come out of that, really.
0: Well, podcasts are all old hat, so that's good. Good, good, skipping <laughs> of that. <laughs> so, so what did you did you have to sort of come up with uh, a, a load of ideas and material to sort of section through the show? What's it, what would you say the show is in a nutshell?
1: It's 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 very Martin, um, and it's kind of him going, you know, do you want the gossip on the village? So it's probably. 30%, you know, what was kind of roughly what was written, and then a lot hell of a lot of add-ons about what was going on, you know, mm. behind the scenes with Martin. Uh, and it was just, it struck me actually on on like you could only do it to a crowd that were, you know, this country follows. If you did that at a a stand-up, just a stand-up kind of comedy gig where. People didn't know about this country. Everyone would probably walk out and be thoroughly disgusted and think it was back to the seventies and Bernard Manning and <laughs> Brown and you know. I was going to say, Roy Chubby uh, Brown. Um, I it, think, yeah, it it it's 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 rude. It's damn bloody rude. You know, it really is.
0: Uh, Roy Chubby Brown appears in your list of uh, the world's greatest men of all time in the in the, this country book
1: oh yeah, probably, yes well that would have been probably <laughs> right you know. um yeah so yeah i mean it 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 you know, and 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 what i say to the audience and the feedback there's a huge amount of audience participation and you know back and forth um yeah it's kind of like going back to the 70s some of the stuff i said you know people go, well but i read it out it could people go, you know but um you know friends and family but um it seemed to work yeah that's you know
0: and you're getting underwear and stuff chucked at you from the audience
1: no that's, oh that, that's gonna come surely that sadly um <laughs> we're trying to work out when there's three women or four women together it's not tag team tugging what is it what's the word um
0: it's just three
1: I don't know yeah like, tag. yeah half the evening was trying to work that out with the audience
0: <laughs> yeah and you mentioned you ad-libbing at the end there. Um, one of my favourite scenes from this country is the uh, the scene that was cut, which I know was I think was ad-lib- ad-libbed as well, which is the one in the in the keepers. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: totally. Um, i funny enough with everything I do. You know, any kind of presentation. You know, so I do training and stuff. The more I prepare, the worse it kind of is. I'm, you know, I've kind of lived my life. Standing on my feet, if you know what I mean, you know, think, thinking on my feet, um, standing on my feet. Yeah, that kind of helps, isn't it? Um, yeah, <laughs> on my feet. Really, it's kind of that's when I'm at my bed. Ba- da- Daisy's quite similar, you know. Although this country was scripted, um, she's that's when she's kind of on fire. I think, you know, when it's that kind of that, it's kind of banter, really, isn't it? I mean, that's, yeah, exactly. And and you need that interaction to to be able to kind of do that, you know. <laughs> Yeah, Jenny Urquhart. Print on the wall, by the way. Then,
0: oh, is it? Show me again. <laughs> oh, nice. I've got one of her Mandy yeah, ones. Jenny.
1: Well done. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was amazing about her wedding ring, wasn't it?
1: That was extraordinary, wasn't it? Just yeah. Yeah,
0: and then and then just the uh, number of papers you come out with it. I'm surprised I didn't see her on on TV being interviewed.
1: Yeah, I, I think she, I wasn't sure whether she was or not on TV. I, I don't know.
0: um i um yeah i I think the same you know i often i'm i'm sort of with these podcasts i've sort of gone through people's wikipedia's and i've um tried to then pull pull relatively uh interesting information from it to to try and talk about but actually i don't think it goes down so well as just having a chat and back and forth
1: yeah yeah it's it's that kind of you just need that kind of space and if you're working on a foot, you're always trying to remember what you've said or what you've done and it, it just doesn't come across so natural so mm. uh, excuse me i'm moving around on my bed so. <laughs> I'm moving fast. yeah and, and that that's kind of how you know and i think a bit of it as well is kind of i think growing up you know i was kind of you know, I'm sixty-four now, so born in the fifties, growing up in sixties, seventies, you know, eight. It was pretty it was pretty tough, especially the kind of seventies and lots of kind of you had to be very streetwise and think on your feet the whole time. Yeah. There's a bit of that, I think, you know, there's a bit of that kind of continues, you know, that you're always even now, you're very aware of situations. And I think you had to because there were so many you know skinheads and mods and you never you could turn the corner and there's a gang you know um and it was i don't know you just had to kind of a bit of it i think it's that kind of streetwise type thing you know that you have to you have to think on your feet the whole time you know you
0: do yeah i think um like people who are witty obviously think on their feet quite well because you're making a quick observation and saying something funny mm. and it's it's that quick thinking um, and you said you're at your best when you're thinking on fit. do you think we were, were you funny at school? Were you were uh, someone who made people laugh or
1: yeah, yes, yeah, always kind of in the kind of banter, you know, and I think kind of life is about banter, really, isn't it I mean it's you know we both play football, I even played football yesterday I played forty five minutes. Can you believe at my age did you on on the siren pitch, um you know, just things like football, you know watching football you know. You know, it's it's not so much the game; it's the banter beforehand in the yeah, and yeah, round and uh, and when you're playing football in the dressing room, you know, most of the stuff is just around that, and it's just and school was the same, wasn't it? It was just banter. You had to be on top of your game, like, you know, sink or swim, and you had to be on top of your game. Mm. And you know, and I was at school when you were continually getting hit all the time by uh, your teachers. You know oh of course yeah whatever so you had to be some quick wit with them you know yeah Um, so yeah definitely and and work you know i I kind of done a lot of work in in my earlier years in 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 factories and you know warehouses so it was in the 70s um so you know i left kind of school early and and again that was you know again you 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 had to really be quick on your feet, you know, because you got, you get absolutely murdered. So you had to have quick replies and be witty as a way of get, you know, being popular in the way of getting out of trouble, really, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know. When I was at school, I had the, uh, not, not a very good time in secondary school. And I think I started to mimic uh, Chandler from Friends of all characters. Right. And I started to find that made people laugh, and it it sort of softened the last period of my of my school. And then when I went to university, I just sort of carried on with being quite quick witted, and um and that really then just set me up for for, for the future. Really, I just kind of yeah, uh, yeah. am known to to be that kind yeah. of person. And uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of a nice place to be, I think.
1: It kind of it comes it comes out of fear first of all, and then comes out of confidence. I think later on, doesn't it? That, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's funny you said what you said earlier about the um, the audience the audience being this country fans for your show because I think uh, once the show had started, we set the group up, and then people started to find things on YouTube. You know the old Daisy clips and Charlie clips, and then there was I think one on iPlayer, which was like a stand up they did. They did the act as the two of them to an audience that wasn't there. Oh, yeah. Mm. And you could see how differently it was taken by that crowd.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. People absolutely destroyed it. Yeah, it was very, really interesting to see. It was a weird one to do. They kind of regretted it as soon as they did it. Um, But I think, you know, it's all part and parcel of just, you know, know, getting out there and doing something. But, yeah, you're right, yeah.
0: And I guess that... uh, could have easily t- not the confidence had they not been the people they are to to just continue going with it because that would have been i guess very early uh well much earlier than the show came out mm-hmm. taking take, taking some characters they've been working on and then taking it to the public yeah yeah a big leap of faith i suppose
1: yeah yeah definitely no it was a it was one they um ah, but it was an opportunity their first kind of opportunity really so you know but uh, they kind of went, they did it with uh, beta, especially Charlie, you know, it wasn't his thing at all. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And um, so you've been in um obviously you you were in this country, uh, and I'm sure everyone's familiar with your asking for a role or making sure you're included. Um and 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 obviously nice that there's that whole family thing as well with Trevor and 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 their friend Michael. Mm-hmm. Um And then I guess it's because you were such a uh, a strong character in that show, that's going to follow you around and Martin Mucklow is going to be the instant recognition for a Mm. while. Um, So did you... Are there places where you go now where you're mobbed or you have, not mobbed necessarily, but people coming over and... Are you finding it hard to kind of adapt to the attention in in ordinary I don't people? get any attention
1: it's funny I d- I did oh yeah you know before covid but i think since covid um and you know because i think the program's kind of gone on and people don't recognize me either so that i think that's the other thing um but i just haven't i'm funny enough i played in the football yesterday and and they knew I was coming, and the guy in the change room watches it all the time. I said, "Oh God, yeah! Oh God, yeah!" It took him ages before and he knew I was coming, and he didn't recognise me, you know. And he watches the show, so I don't quite know what that's about. But no, funny enough, there wasn't mm-hmm. when I was getting stopped all the time. But I haven't been stopped for, you know, I don't know, a year and a half, something like that. No one's recognised me. Wow, that's really surprising. Yeah, whereas before I would get stopped quite a lot. Yeah, so it's, it's bizarre. I think that's when the sh- you know the first couple of series were on, um, and then it just kind of drifted. and And since it's finished, it's been been recognised. You know, yeah.
0: No, well, I think I remember Jill saying you might have been stopped at a car boot sale or something, and
1: all sort of puffed up about it. <laughs> yes, well, uh, I understand. Funny enough, the one thing I was in Nottingham. Uh, Last June, so a year ago, just over a year ago, 14 months ago. And um, and I kept getting stopped there all the time. It was pretty weird. And I thought, that's bizarre. Um, you know, because you don't think it's, you know, particularly this country. And people were, there was what I heard, screech of brake on the other side of the dual carriage where I was walking along one thing. And this car did a dangerous U-turn and it came, it's you, isn't it? It's you. <laughs> and, um, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. a, a month, son young son so yeah but i don't you know i I don't i don't i don't know if people i think local people kind of know who you are so they don't kind of i suppose so
0: yeah i mean obviously we did the um the human poppy Mm. and obviously there was a queue for daisy and and you were quite accessible just stood stood there at the side and that was quite nice Mm. that you could i suppose enjoy watching everyone buzzing around but yeah have, yeah. The, have the, the odd few photos yeah um yeah um, um you've been obviously at the BAFTAs and have you had any well moments yourself where you've met people
1: you just you know pinching yourself that you're in this yeah moment? Toby Jones uh he was on the other table and he said so he looked up and he goes it's you isn't it it's you can I have a selfie he came over and had a selfie with me. So oh, you know. Toby Jones
0: is the uh, uh guy, yeah?
1: Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that that was a, a nice one. Um but yeah, people are really not, you know, people like the show and um there quite a few, you know, quite a few different people have come up, Sean Bean and you know uh, stuff. So it's, you know, oh wow. we have a selfie. We love me and my wife love the show. <laughs>
0: Have you you know, see, did you see that program he was in Time recently?
1: Yeah, really good. Oh, yeah, yeah it was fantastic. I, I kind of thought I went to a bit thing. Oh yeah, okay, because you know there's in so much, aren't they? Um, the, the two guys, but you know Sean and Graham, what's it, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, Stephen Graham. Yeah, but it was yeah. I thought the writing, and the, that was the other thing. Going to who's the writer again? I can't remember. Um, I didn't know who wrote that. It wasn't Mercurio, was it? No, it's, it's a guy who's been around for a long time and I thought, ooh, I bet this is, might be a bit outdated. Um, but it wasn't at all. McGovern. McGovern. Um, and it was, I just like how it was stripped down. It was just the story. They really got to it. There wasn't any... I've been so disappointed with drama in this country. I think it's... Mm. It just tries to be so bloody clever. And I just thought, yeah, that's really getting back to just the story. And, and I've been watching more kind of foreign European dramas, cot stuff, because I think it works a lot better than, you know, a lot of the British stuff. Um, but that, what I just thought was, was yeah, on on, on the nail. And that had
0: Michael Sutter in it as well, didn't it? Um, he was the drug runner.
1: It yes, he did, yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm a big fan of him. Uh, I love This Is England, but obviously he was in um, the original Kerry, wasn't he?
1: Yes, he was, yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah, so that was... He yeah. was... The man and that was a love interest it wasn't a brother yeah it wasn't Us, a yeah. thing it was a kind of love interest yeah and you were going to be a butcher in that weren't you Yeah, just a really small part yeah, yeah. so i was um, a butcher in it yeah <laughs> <laughs> of course, course yeah because it was good Kerry you know? yeah my shot yeah.
0: um so how did you uh because then you you were in toast recently well
1: last year that yeah and, uh, that was great uh, that was real really real fun um so that's um ollie rogers is the director uh and his fiance bobby she wrote the, this kind of script and it was just great to do we did it in a couple of days and it was fun really cheap budget just with a camera that looks like a normal camera you
0: know
1: mm. um, and um sam she was the camera you know d- just absolutely superb. The people on it, um, you know, the the the, the crew, uh, thoroughly enjoyable. Just, I thought it was just so succinct. It was really nice to do, um, you know, something that was with, with you know, that, that didn't have any talking other than one word. Um, and I kind of grew up stuff with, you know, obviously kind of the, you know, the well, I didn't grow up with the silent films. I'm not that bloody old. Uh, you know, Buster Keaton, Charlie Chaplin, um, and also there was a, a film in the 60s I, I really like called The Plank with Tommy Plank. Cooper and Eric, Eric Sykes, yeah, um, and that kind of reminded me a bit of that, so that was really good to do. So that was, and that's been uh entered for quite a lot of um, uh, film festivals. So we, we, we got Best Comedy at the International Bristol. Film Festival. We didn't do quite as well at the Swindon Festival. We didn't get anything, unfortunately. But it was very actually really stiff competition. And and so I was at the Swindon uh, Film Festival, and and one of the other comics, So the first comedy that comes up on the screen is Charlie's Face. I'm thinking, what's he in? What what on earth? And he did a he did a thing with um, his mate Tom Gaskin. An absolutely amazing thing! Uh, God, I can't even remember the name of the, sh- the short film. Extraordinary, and that one best comedy.
0: Oh, did it? Well, it's, it's not so bad losing to your son, I guess.
1: Um, well, it was just I just wasn't expecting him. You know, pulled <laughs> oh, my pants down. You know,
0: yeah, marked you right off.
1: We didn't do so well. In fact, there were about twenty five categories, and we came second in the best Swindon film. The best Swindon film. And there were two. There were two. There were two entries, and we came second. Mind you, the actress, the young actress, in it could only be in about a nine or something. In the in 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 the film that beat us was was extraordinary. So again, well, S- silver medal's good still. Yeah, took <laughs> so,
0: that yeah. And winning the uh, international award at, at Bristol was.
1: Yeah, that 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 that's was so yeah good. that that was great, and and we we've got a load more that we're in, so you know that's I really like. I mean, it's such a different genre. I mean, um, so so different. It's kind of it's like a haku, isn't it? You get write a poem, and you've just got to be so succinct in such a short you know short time, and but the quality, the quality is uh, is. Uh, there there are some stinkers out there, but I was absolutely amazed by the quality at uh, the Swindon Festival really absolutely superb the stuff coming in
0: and it must be a very different as you said a different genre, but the you know if you're in a comedy where you're speaking, it's not just physical, but in a silent film, it's all about to, like good direction i guess to
1: yeah, imagine. yeah, and getting that timing and just the facial and it's yeah it i mean i was just really lucky really i mean it it, just the script was just really funny so it was you couldn't help but be funny doing it really you know it was just just kind of really well done you know i I really really enjoyed doing that Mm. but i've done another short film as well a couple of months ago called um seagull which was filmed down in Torquay and painting oh yeah um, a guy called Max Harwood's in it. Who's the kind of new big thing? The film called um, "What Should We Do with Jamie?" It's coming out, I think, next month. And he's going to—he's very talented young man. He's going to do extremely well. And he was in that with you. Yeah, and I play a kind of drugged dealer. Um, so is, is that a gritty comedy or no? It's a kind of dark comedy. There's a bit of kind of comedy in it. You know, it's. Hmm. It's a bit uh it's it's dark, you know. It's 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 a quite a dark film.
0: I mean inside uh, number nine is classified as a comedy and uh there's not there's quite a lot of darkness to that that sometimes I think this isn't a comedy at all. But uh
1: yes, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's a bit like kind of that in in a way. Um and then he's another nice Reese shearsmith and met him at the, the last BAFTAs. and uh, daisy and charlie have both acted with him recently in separate things so oh yeah we'll, we'll be coming out yeah d- different things so um so yeah,
0: yeah trevor trevor mentioned about charlie acting with him um,
1: mm-hmm. i didn't daisy know that he was as well recently so so yeah so
0: oh that's great i've uh, i know his brother uh, Rhys, and um he's got me some signed posters and things like that before so hmm. It's been quite nice of him. But um yeah, a massive fan of Reese. And I saw him at the at the BAFTA and uh lovely to see someone uh well he was he seemed very humble about Charlie winning.
1: Yeah, yeah, no he was, yeah. Yeah, he's a nice guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Very nice chap. And he's
0: got a very um sort of uh spiky persona on Twitter. I think a lot of the fans of him are have been turned occasionally by how he comes across as being quite a rude person who just very self-centered but um it's nice to sort of see our other side to
1: him as well yeah no it's nice chat yeah you know real hard real hard worker. jesus yes He's he's really always striving you know i think that he's so driven i think that's that's you know superb to see these days really 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 driven
0: yeah. yeah, we were t- chatting about it with Trevor before we did those uh, this country quizzes. The one you you did one, obviously, um, and he said exactly the same about how hard he yeah. works. And uh, yeah, yeah. Um, what? Well, so, so when you were younger, um, what was the first sort of comedy you got into that you not well became obsessed with, or just thought was?
1: I think I think uh, the. First- kind of comedy because it was on TV um, and everyone watched it. Cause in those days there were two channels, you know, and then kind of BBC two came along was probably Morecambe and wise. I think because the whole family watched that and the Christmas specials, you had massive audiences Uh, and because it was on um, and that was, and I still find it really funny. I, I, you know, I think Eric Morecambe is a, is just so funny you know uh, and it was great to watch Funny enough, i came i i um had an incident with ernie wise in the 70s i was playing in a charity cricket match and um he was playing on the other team celebrity team and i went to the toilet when when the uh, guy came in to say what should happen um and apparently he was meant to get 50 runs and i caught him when he, he was 10 i was in the toilet at the time and hes let me all the way back to the dressing. Room. So sorry, Ernie. <laughs> sorry, Ernie. Yeah, but uh, yeah, the, kind of stuff like that, you know, was kind of, you know, Spike Milligan, you know, those kind of things were on TV and parents were watching it. Yeah, like that, that was the kind of first kind of humour, and and there was a huge amount of, you know, Chaplin and Keaton and stuff, and and Laurel and Hardy on you know all the time on TV.
0: You mentioned uh, the other day you met Charlie Chaplin. In,
1: uh, yeah, it was a bizarre way to go who do you meet? And then suddenly it only dawned on me, you know, the most... I was. We were on holiday in Switzerland in 1967. And he was, you know, an elderly guy then. Um, and he lived there. In, he was living in Switzerland. Um, Beve, it was Beve, I think it was called. Um, and it was all like a wine festival. And he kind of walked past with a much younger woman, his wife, Una, I think her name was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I said hello. <laughs> he said hello. It was ten at the time. So. Wow. Yeah. So it's kind of you think, Jesus, you know, that's bizarre, you know, wow. We um,
0: I can't say I've ever really watched any Chaplin, but I'd, I've never really watched
1: silent films or enjoyed. They are really, the timing and stuff and everything is is it's just he 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 was a, Absolute genius, absolute genius. Mm. Uh, but it was it was on an awful lot on TV. You know, it was on every week. There'd be there'd be stuff like that. You know, on all, yeah. all the time, and, uh, and people really were into it. You know, Laurel and Hardy, um, yeah, Buster Keaton. But I think he was just Charlie Chaplin was an absolute genius. Mm-hmm. And if you, as you've grown up, how, what, sort of, everything. You know, I mean, you know. say so again, he was in everything. Yeah, and all his own stunts and all that kind of stuff you know the stuff they did you know how anyone didn't get killed i'm probably sure people did. yeah yeah
0: yeah um I, uh, liking only arise it, it's a kind of um sorry more common wise anyways more wise um a lot of people who like those then move on to uh reeves and mortimer um because of this i suppose there's similarities in the Mm.
1: the way they worked yeah yeah very similar yeah kind of similar thing so it was kind of it was safe parents liked it and and then um and then monty python came along which was and my parents didn't like it you know yeah and suddenly all oh, we found that was the first comedy we thought oh this is our comedy so you know i think things like um you know, there's so many good comedies then, you know, uh, Steptoe and Son, but my parents would watch that as well and liked it. And um, uh, Tony Hancock and things like that. Mm-hmm. Monty Python was the first one where they kind of, ooh, you know, oh, this is a bit, you know, this is, I don't understand it. That's crazy. It's But we were obsessed with it. So I was at, I would have been at secondary school then. You know, and it's all we talked about at school. And just everyone did the voices the next day. And, you know, it's yeah. just so, it's kind of, it's really kind of old hat. It's it's weird, isn't it? Kind of like re, re, really modern looking cars are the, are the ones that age the quickest. They look really naff about three years later, whereas kind of a fairly ordinary car kind of keeps its keeps its kind of thing and I think Monty Python's a bit like that it's you kind of look back on it and you think you know whereas you'll probably watch more I'll probably watch more and Wise now rather than Monty Python because it it, you know yeah just here a bit kind of but at the time and and it was like it was like you know it's like kind of punk or you know the the Beatles coming out in 63 or you know punk coming it was it was the young generations comedy you know we we have Else, you
0: know, Ricky Gervais said the same. Uh, in he's doing he's got a podcast with Sam Harris. Uh, oh, moment. right, okay, and he said the same about because I think he's 60. And he said about Monty Python being the one that he used to mm. watch as a kid, and his parents didn't like like it. So that same, yeah. way, I suppose, it's uh, uh, the same as Bottom and Young Ones later on, yeah. Probably for me, it was maybe the fast show that mm. my mum just didn't really kind of get on with yeah because there were tits in it and uh sort of laddish humor and stuff yeah um and and so as you sort of uh as, as more and more has come out what sort of comedies did you then
1: move into well faulty towers i mean that that was a kind of i just find hysterically funny uh and it was the kind of obviously after Monty Python and I saw Monty Python live as well. That was another big thing back in the seventies. You know,
0: -hmm.
1: at at Oxford Apollo. Um, So loved. I just thought it was so funny. You know, again, they're quite slapsticky, just hilarious. Um, The one I was obsessed with at college uh, was the Return of the Likely Lads, and that really, the Likely Lads was on in the sixties. And I saw the odd one, and they were kind of it was based. It was black and white, and then they were kind of in a factory. The Return of the Likely Lads, I was obsessed with, and I was obsessed with uh, Terry Collier, um, who's played by James Boland. So I used to dress exactly like the, <laughs> the, the trousers, the kind of hush puppies, and you know, you're looking to see what cigarettes he was smoking and stuff like that.
0: Really, that's that's quite a, an extreme.
1: Um... Yeah. I was just re it just it just really struck a chord that character.
0: These these are the two Geordies, right?
1: Sorry? These
0: are the two Geordies. Geordies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. Despite not really uh <laughs> immediately knowing they were the two Geordies, I have to ask the question. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so that was like a that. kind of yeah. So I'd have been kind of sixteen, something like that then. And then I guess really the office, obviously, you know, that's that that's the next big, you know, kind of breakthrough thing. Hmm. Um, yeah, 20 know. years old now, uh, as of a couple of weeks Yeah, so time flies, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, there's been so many good, so, so much good comedy, you know. But those are the real top ones, I think, that I've... And stuff like The Fast Show, yeah, is, is brilliant, you know. I was into all of that, all of that, St. Harry Anfield, and so all those things that have come along, I've, been, I've enjoyed. Um, maybe less so now. I think The Office was the last one that really made... Massive impact, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I've, um, I've, I'm a big Alan Partridge fan, for instance.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Alan. Yeah, I think when that came first on the scene, you know, that that was really great. Yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, no, it's, he's great.
0: Yeah, I think with him, it's, it's, I've said before in other podcasts, it's, it's the same. It's just the development of the character with, yeah. with Alan Partridge specifically. It's gone from the sports reporter to a chat show host to the hotel years and then for many people they might have only since that seen this time on because it was on bbc and have seen a real change in the character yeah but actually if you're obsessed like me then you've you've read the book and then you've read the second book and you've Seen all of the series of um mid morning matters and the specials yeah. that have been on sky atlantic and you've seen the development of the character over the whole time so it's 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 been done so well but i think a lot of people just didn't get the this time series as no. much yeah because of massive yes.
1: change yeah but I, 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 and, and a, another big influence as well was the one where the alan partridge I was called no, um where the Alan Partridge character started um, day-to-day day-to-day yeah and I thought that was brilliant as well that's really yeah.
0: fun. well Chris Morris was absolutely
1: loved that yeah
0: genius and the, and a lot of uh, people they got um, going along with some out outlandish things I mean Gary Lineker was in uh, one called Pedo Watch or something like that
1: and that's right yeah that was really all these different really things really dark yeah. yeah that was that they they kind of yeah that people do anything and it was it just just I can't remember what it was it was something like that wasn't it and it was just bizarre that everyone came forward and, and thought that it was serious and said these words they might, surely they must have realised but yeah he was that that was really cut, that was cutting edge yeah that was cutting edge yeah like Mike Milligan then uh, Monty Python then Day to Day you know and and then the office, those are the kind of there's been some great comments, but those are the ones who go, whoa, you know this is just you know, next level edge. yeah, did you see the
0: office when it came out, or did you like many people get into it a bit later on?
1: I think a lot of people I got him yeah. in pretty early, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah Because i I'd watched um he was on the eleven o'clock show um yeah. for a, a few years, I think, and then. He did his own show, the Ricky Gervais show, which was uh, widely and uh, correctly panned, I think, because it was pretty awful. He had the guy from um, Bullseye at the Oki. Oh yeah, that's like a regular slot. And then and there was one episode which I'm sure he'll cringe about now, where he is uh, paying a massive amount of respect to Jimmy Savile, who he has as a guest, mm. and um, and he's just applauding him, and you know you can see how gushing he is about Jimmy Savile. Mm -hmm. um anyway the show was pretty pretty dreadful but then um i was staggered this weekend we're driving back on the way back and and the guy i was with said that he actually saw the first episode randomly and didn't know what it was and even though he it was only only when he saw Ricky gervais in the scene that he then realized this was like Mm -hmm. a, a comedy as opposed to an actual documentary but uh but quite an impacting Entry.
1: Yeah, just just brilliant, and and I really enjoyed extras as well. I thought that was a a yeah. damn good follow up. You know, I thought thought that was really good. Yeah, I haven't been keen on stuff since, but I I thought. You know, Derek that,
0: has been yeah. Derek has been a lot of people's not that bothered by. But I like Derek a lot. It
1: um, it wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah,
0: and Afterlife, um, I think has been brilliant on Netflix. Mm. Um, I think a third series coming coming soon. So that's um uh it's got a lot of lot of uh credit i think um but yeah so um what would you oh i suppose you've already done that your your top five comedies if you
1: had to <laughs> yeah the other one i've them. got to mention as well i think for, for stand-up is the, the peter k stand-up oh yeah i just you know i think that observational humor is just and the, you know you and that's this kind of stuff you did at school you know it's just hilarious he he's the king of that i just think he's you know i don't watch much stand-up at all i just think he is on a he's just fantastic you know i just think that his stand-up you know just so funny that yeah awesome.
0: he's got a new tour i think where he's returning to the stage it's sold out in minutes obviously yeah um but but you're right. I think I think there's also an element of he's he's quite family friendly, isn't he? The, the
1: yeah, and mums and aunts might be going back to the common Wise thing, where you know the whole family watches it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, it's but but damn funny. You know, you've got to be damn funny if everyone watches it. You know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and he's done what I like about him is each show he's done has been completely different to. Each other, you know, you've got Phoenix Knights, uh, yeah. that Peter K thing where he, I think, there's six episodes where he's a, a petrol station, uh, sorry, a service station manager in one, an ice cream turf war yeah. person in another, bingo hall caller in another, but playing six or seven characters in each of them as he mm. does. Um, and then Car Share was really great. I love Cash Car Share, yeah. Um, yeah, that he is he's, he's pretty great. I really like him. I used to like Lee Evans, but i think
1: i've gone off him actually yeah no yeah yeah he was he was good yeah i think i've uh there's been some good i mean i mean that's it's our best export i think it's probably music and humor isn't it i mean i think that that the british sense of humor is is we're a nation of piss takers and i think that that's everything really that's the best you know being british what what's the best thing about british it's the humour. It's just, you know... Yeah. We're just a nation of piss-takers the whole time, isn't it? You walk into a room, and I hope that doesn't die, you know, with all kind of... Political correctness. ...can't do now, but um, just banter, you know. Banter is just it's just everything, you know? It's, and
0: it's a self-deprecation as well, though, isn't it? It's not... It's piss-taking, but equally being able to piss-take out yourself
1: yeah definitely better than and you. I think we're good at that you know we never take on well you know, I, I think we never take ourselves too seriously things may be changing a bit in some quarters but I think that's the you know that you, you pull someone down if they get a bit you know cocky. yeah
0: absolutely I mean you know David Brent thought he was great but it's his tragicness that makes it yeah. makes that show really good yeah um it's not everyone's a cup of tea, but King Gary was a new series, a new series that started of that. And yeah, yeah. some of my friends really can't stand it. And I, I I thought it was good, but he's someone who's acting like he's top of the tree. And so everyone's eager to pull him off of it. Yeah. And, and it's amusing to see his failings as much as it is. Yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Else. So yeah, I think you're right. It's a, uh, it's something we do so well. And it's a shame to see that channel four is being potentially sold. Um, and know a lot of people come out about that and, uh, in, in sort of defense of us needing to keep Channel 4 as a, uh, you know, owned by the government because it's, uh, it's been risky and put out some comments. Yeah, exactly. Comedy. And then
1: everything gets dumbed down and it's, you know, um, but I think it'll always surface, you know, humor. That's what, that's what, that's who we are. That's what we're about, you know, all the, um, you know, and I think I think a lot of other nations are jealous of, of our humour, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, our next-door neighbours, um, you know, uh, from Germany and Japan, and they just are living in Japan now. Um, and they just say, we just miss that British humour. You know, it's just so funny. You know, just... The, so we just miss being on the close, you know. Yeah. We just, you know, just just neighbours insulting each other, you know, in a funny way, just, just that banter you get, you know. Uh,
0: With Daisy and Charlie being, well, especially Daisy being so funny, did you find, is it different being the father of someone who's funny? My dad's very funny and uh, and I think I'm funny. So I think there's, I don't think he likes to admit that I'm funny. Um. And he 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 will still try to belittle me in front of girlfriends, anyone I meet. <laughs> so I think I wonder if <laughs> I there's take a it up on that Ross.
1: What's, what's that? <laughs> a bit unfair. <laughs> up on that.
0: <laughs> so I wonder if there's like a, a kind of, you know, no dad wants his son to nutmeg him at football, for example. Because
1: yeah.
0: yeah. That's, that's the tight That's the Turn the tie turning, and mm. you're, you're you're kind of are becoming less relevant perhaps in your child's life. And um
1: Yeah, very, very irrelevant. <laughs> so so what's yeah. it like growing up? Or, well I think well I think oh. the thing is is that is that as a family we just always laughed a hell of a lot, you know, mm. and Trevor's my um you know my my brother. So you know we grew up kind of in our family laughing and 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 same same with this, you know, we 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 just laugh a lot you know and so you know coming up as kids was always messing around and stuff so it's always been the banter again and it still is you know when you walk in the room oh what are you doing you you know so it's nothing stopped you know you were just keeping everyone everyone keeps each other on their toes you know yeah especially if there's a few other people around you know so it's uh, um yeah definite you know that's that's kind of what it's about you know you want your kids to be funny you know
0: yeah, yeah, of course. That's a good thing. I suppose that uh when they flew the nest and, and you your house kind of becomes quieter or, or albeit you've got parrots and stuff. Um yeah. I suppose you're you're a very close family though, aren't you? So it's, uh,
1: it's yeah, they and they flew the nest on the same day, so because because it took Daisy three years to get into Rada, so they left on the same day, which that was the kind of shock. And and then after three years. Came back and lived into the you know the late twenties. So, you know they've been around an awful bloody long time. So we've had them had them for a long time, yeah. So you know, so you get you get close, you know. And we've been through some tough times and lived in a really small house, and you know, so that bonds you, you know. You kind of course, of-
0: but I think it's quite nice to see, you know, the Pip, uh, pipsqueak stuff and, and now the the merch yeah. that's being done, and you're all kind of in that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daisy's pushing your stuff, and and the yeah, that and my
1: sister's involved, involved and yeah, so
0: yeah, yeah. So that's really nice. Yes. Yeah. Um, and finally, is there anything uh, upcoming? You've, so Seagull you, is the film that you have done, or
1: yeah, that's right. I'm in a feature film as well. Yeah. Um, it's um, a drama. Um, it's a true story, and it was a short film. That came out a while back called The Fence, Uh and it's uh what's the oh yeah, William Stone is the director uh, in Bristol, and it was a, a story his father told him about what happened to him. So he did a short film of it, and it's based meant to be based in the eighties, but it's the short film's had over four million four million uh, views, so they're making a feature film. They got they've wow. got some. Announcer making a feature film, and uh, oh, same, same part,
0: title
1: part in that.
0: Wow, incredible! Is that the same title?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, will be the same title. Um, so that'll be fun. So Bristol, gotta do a Bristol accent, and I think Bristol accent is really different because there's a West, co- you know, a, a general West Country like, but I think Bristol's quite Bristol. You know, it's quite it's quite a difficult one because there's certain words that you've just got to get absolutely spot on yeah um so but joe sims very kindly um recommended me for the part and uh he's, he's going to help me a bit with the accent as well
0: joe so sims says. the guy from human traffic
1: yeah Broadchurch. um he was in and you know oh very uh, nice Doctor who and you know so yeah he's a great guy a really good guy
0: oh that's great so when's that being filmed
1: um, I film it in a couple of weeks so I've, it's only a couple of days i got a fairly small part <laughs> a I'll, part. I'll uh, screen uh, sound bite that <laughs> he's um, you know kind of dodgy local businessman so you know, I seem to get seem to get those parts which are great I love being a baddie; so nice that's so, great uh,
0: that's great and a nice time of year to be filming I guess
1: yeah hopefully yeah, ones, yeah. No, you never know. Flash <laughs> flood, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be fun. I'm really looking forward to that one. It's a really good script, great part, just just perfect. Not too many lines because I'm not brilliant at lines, you know. Oh, amazing! Yeah,
0: great. Well, um, I uh, will. I think let you get on now with the rest of your evening. Um, and thank you, thank you very much again for coming on with me. My pleasure. No, it's good fun. Um, and I look forward to seeing you in uh, on the 20th of August in uh, in we're Brilliant. Look forward to it, mate. All right. Well, thanks very much. Oh kiddo. Take care. See you soon. All Bye. right. Bye now. Bye.